Welcome back to the Ancient Health Podcast, where we educate you on real health solutions that will help transform the way you live, feel, and overcome disease naturally. I'm your host, Courtney Versage, along with Dr. Josh Axe and Dr. Chris Motley. We're so happy you've joined us. Let's dive into today's episode. Hey, everyone. Dr. Motley here with the Ancient Health Podcast, and I want to talk to you about chronic candida yeast overgrowth infections its relationship to your digestion, such as chronic food sensitivities or allergies, and why do they stick around? Why do they not go away? Even after you've made changes to your diet to help sustain or eliminate excessive yeast, why do you still have the symptoms? Do you suffer from the chronic constipation or bloating, uh, skin rashes or pimples, the oily skin, the swollen lymph nodes, the itchy skin? Do you still have these signs and symptoms even after you've cut out the refined sugars, the starches, the carbs, the candies, the sweets, the excessive cow dairy, the foods that have many preservatives? Why is it that you've done this for a while? Now, I'm not talking just doing it for a few days. I'm talking if you yourself have done this for months, even years, and you still have fungus yeast overgrowth, why is that happening? Now, here at the Ancient Health Institute, at this podcast, I'm not claiming I have all the answers. I'm trying to investigate with you. I want you to send me comments or questions or thoughts because I like to learn just as much as you do. One of the avenues I would like to pursue in this discussion is the existence or the placement of candida throughout the body in a response to your cells or your organs overgrowth or proliferation. And what that means is that your body emotionally and psychologically will respond to certain stresses which makes the organ overgrow to basically help solve a body problem. So let me back up. Let me start with a story. I have a few patients, two in particular, that have done everything they can to eliminate the yeast. They have cut out all the foods that would ever feed the yeast. They've done an anti-inflammatory diet. But they still have some of the symptomatology, even if it's reduced, of the yeast or candida overgrowth. Their blood shows still that there is candida antibodies. They may have reduced by a few points, but they're still staying high. They still have nail fungus. They still have the itchy armpits, the itchy skin, and all the signs and symptoms. Remember, candida is a natural part of your body. I just want you to know that. Make a side note. Candida is a natural part of the body. There's many different forms of yeast. And the yeast is part of the joints. They help clean up the joints. They help clean up your digestion. They produce certain types of enzymes to help you digest food. They make up much of your normal microflora to help keep even other microbes at bay. Keep them in balance, such as certain types of bacteria or viruses or fungus within the digestive tract. They have many different uses. You need yeast in the body to help you with certain types of function. Okay, so we have that as a side note. These patients were getting frustrated because they had done biome testing where they did a poop test and they were taking all the probiotics that actually helped them keep their bacteria in a nice balanced state, but they still had the candida showing up. Well, I love to study Chinese medicine and Ayurvedic medicine. I also like to study German new medicine. And I had to ask myself that question when the patients were coming in saying, Doc, I've done all of these things, but I still have these forms of imbalances within my body from the candida. Can you help? 
Now, I try to use certain types of herbals. I would use herbs such as neem. Malia Supreme is another name, M-E-L-I-A, or scutellaria, which is known as Chinese skullcat. Those are my two go-tos for candida yeast. And I did that. And I did my best to try to find out if they would help reduce the yeast. And I started to find through my own testing, through like kinesiology testing and through Chinese medicine, like pulse testing, I started to find that it was helping, but their blood test could still show that there were still amounts of high candida yeast. Now, why does it hold on? I then always relate it to the organs. And I always find out which organ system is the weakest when there is chronic yeast all over the system. So we're using candida yeast fungus interchangeably. I start to analyze the different types of organs. Now, whether it's in the digestive system or in the lungs or even in the prostate or the uterus, what I have found as I studied further is that all of these organ systems, lungs, the alimentary canal, basically the digestive tract, and the prostate uterus are all part of the endoderm. Now, the endoderm is supposed to be one of the three germ cell layers that develops most of the organs I just talked about. Your respiratory system, your digestive system, your reproductive system. In German New Medicine, they talk about when one of these areas of the body have a conflict. So if they have a conflict such as with the lungs, they call it a death or survival conflict. If somebody in your life passes away or something in your life dies, a job that is taken away from you, that could be known as a death conflict. It could cause your lungs to become weak. If they call it a morsel conflict, if you're not receiving, let's say, the nourishment from a parent, if you're not getting that strength or nourishing effect from a parent, it's not getting into your uh, stomach and you don't feel nourished, that's a morsel conflict. They call it the morsel. I'm not getting enough nutrients in the body. If you have this going on, the concept is that your brain is saying, I have a trauma that led to this conflict. So let's use the digestive system as basically a representation. If I didn't get enough nutrients into the stomach, they say that the stomach will overgrow its tissue, calling cell proliferation, proliferating cells, growing cells within the digestive tract. And as the cells grow, they are there to produce more stomach enzymes and juices to tear down the food you eat. This will do what? Prepare the digestive tract to receive more nutrients because you didn't receive the nutrition or the nutrients or the morsel from, let's say, a mother who did not breastfeed you enough or a mother that did not give you enough love or a father that did not give you enough love or you didn't feel like you had enough attention on you when you're younger. So you're not getting nutrients or getting the food you need, and so the stomach starts to overgrow. Does that make sense? The organ proliferates because it's trying to receive more of the thing it did not get enough of, that it was deficient in. So the stomach starts to overgrow. Now, when the stomach starts to overgrow, the body then knows that the conflict in the brain is signaling the stomach to do this. And so it has to keep the digestive system 
at bay. So if the cells are basically being generated and the conflict starts to subside, it starts to lower or lessen in degree. So you grow on, growing older, you're starting to realize that this was something that happened in your life. And you think, you know what? Yes, I didn't receive love. I recognize it. I'm not allowing it to rule my life, but I'm going to work through this and not deny it. Then the cells don't need to proliferate anymore. They don't need to grow. And so your body says, well, I don't need to regenerate or generate new cells. What I actually need to do is to actually remove the excessive cells. So the premise is that the body will allow certain types of fungus, certain types of bacteria to get into the stomach to actually degrade or to what? Remove excessive cells because the stomach has grown so much in response to the original trauma. Yes, I know that sugars and starches and carbs can cause the fungus to overgrow. But my question is, why does the stomach or, or why does the stomach hold the yeast? Why does the small intestine hold the yeast? Why does the body use the lungs as the area that it carries the yeast? That was my question. Why does a patient come and every time I do a pulse point on them or I check their lung reflex points or their body reflex points, why is it that I find that this organ system is always weakest? It's always showing up the problem. When they had the conflict, I had to go back into their history and say, did you have any type of issue, let's say with a parent or not receiving love or receiving the nourishment in your life? And most, eight out of 10 times, they would say, yes, this happened in my life. Also, as the example for the stomach, I would look into the stomach and I would say, okay, with the stomach, the emotions within Chinese medicine or within uh, a lot of emotional worlds or realms would be that you could have pensiveness, worry, you could have uh, over-concern for other people, you could care for the welfare of other people but not care enough for yourself. So you're basically having a knot in your stomach because you're always worried about somebody else. That conflict is arising. Remember, it's because... If you are caring for somebody else so much or caring for something else and you worry, they tell you in you know, research and psychological research that you change the acidity in your stomach, but this is what happens. You're not going to receive the nourishment in your body to help you grow and get strong, right? Because you're basically telling your body, I, I don't need the nourishment right now. The care of this other person, this other thing in my life, the worry in my life about this other thing is more important than me being nourished. So the stomach doesn't get that hungry. You don't feel like you have much of an appetite. In fact, you could have GERD or regurgitation because that stomach energy, the chi, runs down the stomach one and goes right down the throat. It goes right through the stomach. And it's supposed to nourish that stomach and get it prepared for the food. But remember, if that psychological problem is going on, it blocks the energy from passing right through the stomach and it'll start to push back up, causing inflammation in the throat and up into the sinuses. You could actually have sinus issues. So when we see this, you're starting to see that the psychology of this condition is going to, and the emotional aspect of this, is going to change your organ structure. As the organ structure changes, remember they're saying that yeast or fungus could be in that system to help you with the emotion. As we focus on the biochemistry, as we say that the chronic yeast or the fungal overgrowth is a result from too much sugars and starches, leading to leaky gut or a problem with high histamines and high uh, inflammation in the blood, 
I want to look at it from an angle where we're saying, okay, the endoderm, which basically is controlled by the brainstem, and the brainstem is connected to the brain and your psychology, and these and the emotions and the psychological traumas or programs that were installed when you were a kid or very young are allowing the yeast to stay there because you have not resolved the emotional and traumatic issues that have taken place within your brain, within your brainstem. Hey guys, Dr. Axe here. If you're wanting to burn more calories, looking to detox from food, drink, and environmental toxins, or looking to ease stress after a long day, then look no further than the infrared sauna blanket from Bond Charge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Their sauna blanket works by using infrared light directly to the body rather than air which surrounds you like a traditional sauna. Just one session will help you to burn up to 600 calories a day, flush heavy metals and toxins from your body, and release good mood endorphins. That's all the benefits of a traditional sauna. Plus, it takes less than one minute to set up, it heats up quickly, and it's easy to clean and store away. It's truly a great addition to any wellness routine. To get a big discount on yours, go to bondcharge.com slash axe, that's A-X-E, and use the code axe to save 15%. So if you start to look at it and say, man, I keep having chronic high yeast, or chronic fungal issues in my body. Why? Because of the emotion, because of the program trauma. That is why I think it's so important that when you locate the yeast or you know that the yeast is causing a particular symptom. So if you say you had constipation or you had diarrhea, I would then say let's look into the yeast within the lower bowel of the large intestine. Now the large intestine is part of the endoderm as well that germ cell layer. But the large intestine has much to do with absorption, then removal of the fluids, right? Removing all the excess, that's what it is emotionally. Taking all that fluid out, remove the things that are not needed, remove the waste out of your life. Let go. And you have to not be in control all of the time, but you have to remove the things that basically are toxic to you. That's a true statement. That's what happens in your psychology. Now, the yeast is there. So you identify the symptom of, of having the constipation diarrhea and say, that's a large intestine. So we had that letting go. Chinese medicine is always about control, which means I have to control this. Anal retentiveness, low peristaltic movement, not enough movement in the gut, or I feel sad about something dogmatic positions, or I was trained to have a dogmatic position, a certain belief system that I don't agree with. And this changes your digestive system in the gut. So does that make sense? That's why I think it's so important, like we talk about in things that I do on social media about the organ Chinese medicine chart, where it shows the organ and the emotions relationship. There's many charts like that. Check it out on the internet. And so you take the symptom and relate it to the organ, and relate to the emotion. So let's say if it was in the lungs, I keep having a chronic cough and chronic yeast. I need more air. That's a death conflict. Maybe a person in your life passed away. Maybe you feel dead inside. Maybe your favorite pet, 
A loved one passed. Maybe a job that you loved so much died or was taken away. Your lungs will build more tissue to receive more oxygen so you build more life into your body. When you start to resolve the conflict, your body says there's too much lung tissue. Let's get some old bacteria like tuberculinum. Let's get some fungus in there. Let's allow that to get there to help degrade that excessive tissue. The lungs are related to what? The death conflict, to grief, sadness, unresolved crying, not being able to cry enough. That's Chinese medicine charts for you. So if you cry without explanation, if you have grief in your heart and you know you can't grieve, or you say, I can't cry, that would make me think about the lungs, that the yeast and the lungs. What I'm saying is that now you look at it and you need to do some resolution or resolving some of those emotions and recognizing them. So the first step in recognizing is that recognizing the emotions is that you don't deny them. In fact, you look at the emotion and you go, I am in this. I realize that that was something in my life that uh, died in my life. And I need to not deny it, but face it and work through it. And I like the addition of certain types of tapping techniques like EFT tapping, emotional freedom technique tapping. I like lens therapy, neurofeedback. And I do this in combination, tapping, lens therapy, and acupuncture. I like those three in this type of field. And when you start to combine this, you start to get the body rejuvenated. You get the organs basically energized by tapping the many type of acupuncture points known as the beginning and ending point. And as you start to energize the organ and start to use acupuncture to get the chi to flow through all of the organ systems and that, like that cycle throughout the day, you're going to get a proper balanced amount of energy that goes through all the organs. You're going to tap your body and you can do basically recite recitation of basically of a certain type of saying if you want. Even though I did not receive love and attention from my parents, I love and accept who I am. I'm going to face this grief and sadness knowing that it isn't me that defines me, but I can observe it and move through it. The lens therapy allows the electrical currents that are buried deep within the brain that have been buried so deep because of that trauma that you're going to use these electrical impulses on the surface to bring that electrical signal back up to the surface of the brain. This will allow the electrical currents to get to that prefrontal cortex, and you can then start to metabolize and start to process these emotions that have been stuck deep within the brain that you've had to push away and push in the closet. Those are three great ways to start to help. And then this helps your talk therapy even more. Identify that you have yeast. Now, I like to use Vibrant Wellness Labs. They have a really good candida test. Then I look at the symptoms that you say, I keep having recurrent chronic yeast and I have antibody testing that keeps showing it. I ask my Chinese medicine practitioner to find out the organs that are imbalanced or a good kinesiologist or a good holistic practitioner to let me know which organ is involved. And then I find the organ and then I go to the emotion associated within Chinese medicine or German new medicine. I try to find out if there's any traumas or conflicts within that system. Please study German new medicine. It's really, really interesting. And then recognize the emotion. Working through it, trying to check the acupuncture, the lens, L-E-N-S, neurofeedback therapy, and also EFT tapping or tapping technique. And as you put those together, you're going to start noticing that you're going to have different dreams. 
In fact, many of the patients that come in, they start having dreams of things they can't even understand. They're like, Doc, I don't even understand literally why I'm having a dream about a friend of mine who helped me in a business. And this person was supposed to have my back. But I found out that that person was only trying to do it for their gain. They may have cared for me, but I realized that they were really pushing it for their gain. I was caring more about them than they cared about me. But I had to work more than they did. They were just using me for that advantage. I've had patients that have come in and told me that. And it hurt them. It grieved them in their heart. But their stomach was so inundated by caring for their employees and their coworkers. And they said, oh, they, they send a signal. They program their body to say, man, I don't even know if I'm you know, worth worrying about or caring about. This thing starts to accumulate in the body. And then the patient starts to have this yeast overgrowth. And I know that there's a weakness in the body. But remember, it is literally a conflict that keeps revolving and cycling in the body. They start to get these things done. I've seen it firsthand. The patient starts to have that dream where they had that, that person going through these motions. And they say, I'm having all the weirdest dreams. And I'm replaying it over my brain. I've had dreams for the last four nights. Literally, four nights in a row. And then they say that they're okay with it. They literally say, you know what? I'm okay with it, Doc. I, I realized in my dreams that I wasn't comfortable with it, but I actually talked to the person in my dreams. They're pulling all that subconscious programming and pulling it up and raising it to the surface. And now they are processing it so well that they could take that and they can resolve it. Does it happen in one instance? No. This then changes the topography in their brain. The conflict, known as Hammer circles, H-A-M-E-R. They basically are in the brain, or maybe H-A-M-M-E-R. Sorry about that spelling. But there are certain areas of the brain, topographically, that are related to certain organs. And if you can heal the conflict within that particular area of the brain that, say, that's related to the stomach, you take the charge, the field away of that emotion, that programming, that trauma. And so then it signals to the stomach, you know, you don't have to keep proliferating. You don't have to keep growing. And then the yeast and the fungus say, well, I don't need to help degrade or to remove any excessive cells so I don't have to stay near anymore. So instead of taking a lot of the herbs and the probiotics that are there to fight off the infection, we have to think or maybe shift our way of thinking saying, what if the body was trying to use these types of infections or microbes to help us with the emotional problem? Let's remove the emotion and see if that starts to balance out our yeast. I know it's a lot to think about, guys, but I wanted to bring this to you to see if you could help resolve that chronic candida and yeast to help with your body, to help with your chronic constipation or bloating or those food sensitivities. When you get frustrated, when you do a food sensitivity test and then you do another one three weeks later and it's completely different, why did we change? Well, your microbiome can change within a few days. It can make you sensitive to different foods. And you're like, wow, what happened? Why am I that sensitive to the foods three weeks later? Your emotions may have changed too. Once you start resolving the emotions, when you start doing the work that we just talked about, you'll start seeing that your yeast could be coming down to a more balanced state. Your enzymes start to balance out. The toxicities start to balance out. And you're going to start seeing 
that you could release that excessive candy to yeast. And the things you're doing, maybe the herbs now work a little bit better because, yeah, there could be a little bit extra that have overgrown because of the starches and carbs being fed. You'll start being able to eat more foods that you couldn't eat before. You're going to start seeing that maybe the probiotics work more efficiently because you made an agreement, you made a res resolution. The excessive yeast can start to flush out. You could use the herbs to help flush that excess out. You can use the probiotics to help flush it out. That's the key. And one key that I think can help. So guys, if you like this aspect of learning about the chronic infections and how they stick around, it's about recognition, about what's going on internally, please let us know. If you like this kind of content, please like and subscribe. Please drop us a comment in the comment section. And please let us know what you think. If you have any extra insight about psychology and any of you doctors out there, or healthcare practitioners, the people out there, if you guys have any excess, excess information, please let me know. I love hearing about it. From all of us here at the Ancient Health Podcast, we say thank you. And until next time, let's talk soon. Take it easy, guys. Hey, Dr. Axe here. I want to say thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to like and subscribe to the show so you don't miss a thing. Also, if you're in search of more natural health content, you can follow us at Health Institute on Instagram or subscribe to our newsletter using the link in the show notes below. Hey, thanks a lot and have a blessed week.